We are the army of God. We'll dare to discuss what most churches never will and strive always to speak the truth in love. We are watchmen, warriors, victors. Together, we will fight the good fight and finish strong. This is David Hebner Live. Palm reading, palm readers. You've heard about palm readers, right? Go to these little houses, got this gaudy looking sign. says, I don't know, spiritual guide, reading palms. And, uh, you know, you wonder. You look at this, you go, is this stuff real? And, and, and there are many Christians going, well, is that can we do that? I mean, is it okay to do that? I mean, actually, folks, believe it or not, there are churches today. I know I've covered this for years. I've been there. I've seen that. I've done that. It is a disgrace. You walk into these churches, and there's huge churches, and they've got tarot cards. They're doing tarot card readings. Palm, I mean, and they're calling themselves Christians. And you know what? And then they'll go, and they'll have a, a, a Sunday school. And it's just interesting that this is the day before the witch's holiday, which is Halloween. I give no, I give no time, no credence to any of that stuff. But I will tell you, as a Christian, if you are messing with it, if you are anywhere near it, I guarantee you there is a curse bestowed. Now you got to listen to me because I did this for years. You know, I got six kids. I hustled them off to neighborhoods and did this. And I've got children that have dealt with anxiety. You know, and you wonder, why do they deal with anxiety? Why are they having all these issues? I'm telling you that when God's people dabble in witchcraft, they dabble in this stuff, it's a very dangerous thing to do. And I would say, well, don't start that. I, you know, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm under the blood. I can do anything I want. You know, it's like I'm forgiven before I even make a mistake or do it. Yeah, okay. Check it out here. Let's talk about what God says about palm reading. No, by the way, I've got preachers that'll tell me, David, what do you preach? What's this, uh, the thing with the three letters? What is that thing with the three letters, David? Uh, R-S-I-R-S, yo, yo, you mean S-R-A, satanic ritual abuse? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, that, David. That, well, why do you talk about that? That is nowhere in the Bible. I mean, what, this is like sensationalism. Why are you doing this? Let me, Check this out, dude. Okay, get out of your sim, sim, cemetery. Oh, it's seminary. I call it cemetery. Deuteronomy 18 10 through 13. Listen to this, folks. Satanic ritual abuse. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in the fire. Is that satanic ritual abuse or what? You see what I'm talking about? Somehow Christianity has taken the Bible and turned it into some type of history book where it, it applied then, it happened then, but it has nothing to do with now. And yet, that's why the people are suffering that go to these lukewarm churches. And that's why we do what we do. You know, we're a voice in the wilderness, you and I. We stand alone. We get ridiculed. We get censored. We get put down. But you know something? We will not back down. 
Deuteronomy 18.10 says, Let no one be found among you who sacrifices their son or daughter in a fire that was then, that is now. There are people doing it, especially tomorrow night. They will be sacrificing animals, children. I say, David, uh, uh, you know, you, you've got you have a you've got a big channel. You've got a hundred thousand people. You must be a millionaire. <laughs> Wait, let me tell you something. The things I talk about, if I'm not getting shadow banned, censored, knocked off the air, uh, demonetized. I'm lucky that I'm not paying them, okay? Why? Because I talk about things that is very uncomfortable that especially the Christian, the religious people, they don't want to hear about. And this is what we're going to talk about tonight. Let's go on with verse 10. Who practices, okay, let no one be found among you who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritualist who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord because of these same detestable practices. The Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord, says the Lord your God. And this is why, folks, we must understand what's going on. Tomorrow night is not a time to have trunk or treat. It is not a time to support it. It is not a time to have a bag of candy saying, well, at least if I get the kids to come to the door, I can talk to them about Jesus. And I don't want to hear the thing about handing them a scripture. Are you kidding me? I've got people saying they're handing candy out along with scripture. I mean, you talk about trying to dine at the table with God and demons at the same time. You can't. You will explode. And this is why I talk about what I talk about. All right. She was 14 years old. Her parents made her go to a palm reader, a spiritualist. Spiritualist said that she would marry when she was, I don't know, 15, die when she was 45. And it happened. I have her on tonight. We're going to be talking to Shelly. But the thing is, the question is, even though it is in the Bible, Forbidden, is it real? Can demons actually tell the future? And we're going to be talking about that. And I want you all to stay with me tonight as we go underground in about, oh, 35 minutes. The only way you can do it is if you're a member of David Hebner uh, TV, go to davidhebner.tv, sign up. But right now, I want to bring on my guest, Shelly. Uh, she was uh, uh, forced to go to a, to a palm reader at a young age. A uh, palm reader uh, predicted uh, certain things would happen, that she got married and that she would die. Well, obviously, she didn't. She maybe she died, maybe she didn't, but she's here right now. Brought back from the dead. Shelly, you with me? All right, Shelly, unmute yourself Hello. there. Hi, David. Hey. So, Shelly, first of all, it's good to have you. And I know that um, this is not easy for you to come on because you're not a person that's on camera. And you've been with the ministry for quite some time you're a, you're a cornerstone stone of the ministry you're very you're very helpful and we appreciate you Shelley um but it's Thank it's you, not Jesse. easy you're welcome it's not easy for you to come on uh i don't know that you've ever done this before share the story i don't know have you maybe you have i'm not sure i i've shared it it's just not been publicly and yeah it, it was very difficult for me to come on but this yeah. is 
this is really important to me, and I feel like it's what God's been been urging yeah. me to do. Yeah, and right now I want you all to pray for for Shelly. Um, she very nervous to come on, and you know, uh, matter of fact, I'm gonna pray for you now, Father. I pray for Shelly. Ask for an anointing, a blessing, supernatural movement. Uh, during this time together, this gathering, that your word will be glorified and the truth will be told. I thank you for her in Jesus' name. Thank you. Um, Shelly, you, and I'm going to say some things I may not get right. You can correct me if you want. But your family, your parents, uh, took you to a palm reader uh, when you were, or you went to a palm reader when you were 13, 14 years old, right? Yes, I was at a best friend, my best friend's house. Her mother um, had a lot of women in and out. And there was one, Esther, who was a palm reader. I didn't know that for a long time. But they started um, urging me one day to let her read my palm, you know, my friend and her mom and, and the lady that did it. This woman would carry a thick book with her all the time. And I had seen her open it and flip through it, and I'd seen pentagrams. And, you know, I was saved at six years old. I, and, I, you know, I knew, I, I felt the Holy Spirit pushing me away from it, to stay away from it and telling me that I, I needed not to do it. But I, you know how that is. You know, they were like, oh, come on, you know, what's it going to hurt? Yeah. It hurts a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, and how old were you when you finally let her read your, read your poem? I was 14. Okay, where was your mom and dad during this time? Did you have a, both, was your mother and father still together? Were they alive? Were you living with them? They they weren't together. They were still alive. Both my parents are still alive, but they okay. weren't together. Okay. What, what did, Were you living with your mother or your father at that time? I was living with my mother. My okay. dad got mixed up in the occult when I was probably about six or seven, and I didn't realize that until later on as an, okay. a, an older teenager. Okay, good. I, I want to come back to that. I want to ask you about your mother. Um, mm -hmm. was she, is, she, is your mother a Christian? Was she a Christian at that time? No. She's, she okay. says she's Christian. I know she, she loves God, but yeah, she's okay. never... Okay. No. But you were saved at the age of, did you say seven? Yeah, six or seven. Okay. So how were if she wasn't a if she excuse me wasn't a practicing Christian did she somebody must have t took you to church uh, right Yes my grandparents were Christian and they took me to church I have an aunt who's Christian she she was married to a, well they're both still alive too they she was married to a pastor um, Okay So okay. yeah my grandparents my granddaddy prayed with me Okay, so it was, it was your grandparents that had the godly influence on you. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. Yes. Um, so your mother, did she know that you went to this palm reader, this lady that was reading your palm? No, I don't think she would have probably just shirked it off anyway. I don't think she would have paid any attention. I did tell oh. my dad when I saw him a week or two later, and he said, you don't ever do that. You never do that. Why would you do that? He says, you okay. just tell them that you cast it back on their own head. <clears throat> okay, so when she read your palm, what did she do? You opened up your hand, 
She looked at your hand. How did you feel when she was looking down at your hand? What happened? Very strange, but she, she would, she would trace the lines in my hand and she would say, Oh, this tells me that you're, you know, um, going to be married at 14, 15 or 16. You're going to have four or five kids. Hmm. You're, you're going to get, um, well, she said married really young for 15 or 16. And then she said, you're going to, she told me some other things and she stopped. And then she said, Oh, wait. And she looked at my hand again and she said, you're going to die at 35. And if you don't die, then it will happen again. Okay. So how did you feel when she gave you this, this, this reading, um, telling your, your future? I was pretty stunned. I really didn't know what to think about it. And then I tried to, you know, as time went on, I just tried to believe I, I didn't believe what she said. And I, and eventually I just didn't really think about it anymore. It came yeah. back to me after I almost died. Yeah. So you were about 13 or 14 years old. And then she said you would get married like when you were 15. Um, and did you get married when you were 15? I got married when I was 15, a month before my 16th birthday. Okay. So let's talk about that. Um, uh, what were the, the, the friends that you were with? It was the mother and the, the daughter. Um, for them to have a palm reader in their home, Shelly, there had to be mm -hmm. something going on. Okay. Um, I'm not saying 100%, yeah. but I'm saying it's 99%. They were into something. At least they were aiding and abetting, but I think it was more than that. Was there anything going on inside that house that you can remember or you can tell me about that family? Not really, except for the fact that her mother was lesbian, and I didn't know that for a long time until I was really grown. Um, I knew that she had a lot of women in the house and I knew that she had women that lived there a lot. I just, and maybe it crossed my mind. I just really wasn't sure. I knew there were very, very strange things about their family. Like, um, like what? Including like what? her dad. I knew him very well. <laughs> just hmm. the, the feeling. And there was such a strange hmm. relationship that they all had to each other. And she had a sister who had moved off to New York and she committed suicide there um i don't know it's hard to who it's just hard to describe but it was just a very very abnormal relationship <laughs> okay. that they had it's a very strange place okay but i asked you but I, I started my question out was there anything unusual about this family was there anything you know tell me about it you said no but then you said well the mother's a lesbian and the uh the daughter daughter or sister killed themselves um, I, I, and I know where you're coming from because I'm around it all the time. People ask me, is there anything different about this? I go, no, because I'm so used to it. You know, I'm so used to it. But what I'm trying to get at here is that for them to have a, a spiritualist, a palm reader in their home and to push this on you, there was an agenda. There was witchcraft in that home. There were demons in that home, the demon of homosexuality, the demon of suicide. Um, and I want people, as they hear this interview, to latch on to these things because they could be going through that, Shelly, and not even know it, or their kids could be going through it, and, and they don't know it, you know? Um, 
I want to ask you about your friend. Uh, how old was your friend, um, whose mother was a lesbian, uh, the friend you were hanging out with in the home? She was, I do believe she was 13, too. I, we were the same age, or she may have been a little bit younger. Okay. What, was there any strange behavior uh, with your friend? Yes. Yes. She also uh, began to get uh, involved in things that, you know, had to do with being, a le you know, lesbianism. She was a, had a, we had another friend that she began to have a relationship with. And, um, uh, okay. Yeah. She was 13 years she, old. She became a really bad drug addict. Okay. She, yes. Okay. So she was taking drugs, 13 years old, and she was having a lesbian relationship. It was a little later when she had the lesbian relationship, as far as I know, I could see that they were headed that direction. And I yeah. actually, you know, I got away from them for when I got married. So, yeah. Okay. Well, why do you think that you were, I don't want to use the word attracted. Maybe you were lured in to this family to hanging out with this particular girl. I'm sure there's other kids you could have hung out with and maybe you did. But why do you think you were there? Do you think that you got lured into it? Do you think that maybe because you didn't have any, you know, your parents weren't guiding you that, I mean, what do you think that was all about? Yes, I, I believe that it's because it was from lack of, of real parental guidance. I, I was in a situation at home that was abusive. Uh, there was a lot of verbal abuse. My dad had been very, violently abusive towards my mother. Um, she's five foot two, he's six foot one, and he used to, you know, beat her. So there was a lot of abuse. And I think he opened the doors. I know he opened doors being in the occult. Um, I later found out, years later found out that he was up at night with candles burning, chanting in the mirror that he was God. And I could tell the difference in our home at that time. We went from a clean cut Christian family to um, our home feeling like it was hell. I mean, it, it, it was dark. It was, yeah. Um, yeah. you could feel the malevolent spirits around okay. us. It changed. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, I, I want to ask you about your father. You said he was into the occult. Did he fall into it after you were older or was he into it when you were young, living in the house? And if so, how old were you? I think I was about six or seven. My mom says it was uh, Masons or Rosicrucians, but from the way he talked later to me, I, I think it was probably New Age. I'm not, I may not be correct. I never asked him. He he talked a lot about astral projection mm -hmm. that yeah. he was astrally. Okay. So you were like six or seven when he was in the occult. Is this the time he was standing in front of the mirror lighting candles saying he was God? Yes. Okay, so he was opening doors left and right on you, and you didn't even know it. Yeah. Were no, you abused yourself? Um, he was abusive. I mean, my, my mom always came between us and him, and, and you know. So mm -hmm. I think if she had put a stop to that, it would have been much worse. Later, he, you know, I, really as a teenager, I was fairly close to him. Okay, so. all right. But there was there was no sexual abuse or anything like that. No. Okay. Um, now, 
So here you are young and your father's into uh, witchcraft of the occult. He's opening doors, bringing all this in. Could this have had something to do with you being attracted to or lured into your friend's home who had a uh, who had a palm reader there? Mother was a lesbian. There was suicidal demons there. Do you think because he opened those doors, you were susceptible to things like this? Yeah, I definitely do. I believe that has a is a major factor. Demons, they don't ask, you know, for the, they'll take that invitation. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's that wide. I mean, they'll kick the door on open. They're, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he's a legalist. I'm yeah. so. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, Shelley, I, I and we haven't talked about this, but I believe there's a lot of this going on. I, I believe there's a lot of fathers uh, and mothers in secret um they're devil worshipers they they're they're witchcraft they they're into the occult like your father and the families don't even know it and all of these spells and hex and and evil doors have been opened to families and kids don't even know it what do you say about that i totally agree I believe there's much more of it than people are willing to admit. Yeah, yeah. Folks, we're talking to Shelley, and Shelley was a victim of the occult. Um, and I say occult family. Her father was was uh, in the into the occult, and sh she had her palm read when she was young, predicted that she would get married, and she did a year later and predicted she would die. And according to her, she did, but she's here, so we're going to find out when we come back exactly what happened. And I want to ask Shelly about how this marriage thing happened, who she married, what that was all about. How did that come to play? And did the spiritualist, the the palm reader, have anything to do with luring her into that? Or could it have been God's intervention? We don't know. But when we uh, come back, we're going to find out. Um, I want you to stay with me. We'll be right back. Listen, we have the New End Times DVD. Um, it's uh, I investigates uh, end times investigation. I have a lot of my friends on here: uh, Lisa Haven, Michael Lake. Uh, I have Josh Peck, L.A. Marzuli, uh, Stephen Bancroft. I mean, eight hours of of me investigating things like Satanism, demonic powers, Illuminati, New World Order, Antichrist, One World Religion, end times miracles, Bible prophecy. Folks, let me tell you something. One day, what you're watching us on right now, it's called. Well, it's called television, it's called social media, it's called the internet. They're going to turn that baby off. You need a hard asset. When all this stuff gets shut off, this is what, what you're going to be able to, to learn from and to understand. So I want you to uh, text the word CHOSEN to 91999 or go to TV forward slash order or call 844-806-0006. The brand new DVD. Uh, of Last Evangelist. You can get it right now. Uh, it's limited collector's edition. It's got the new episode on it, along with band videos with me and Michael Lake and Lisa Havens, uh, Sheila Lazinski. Everybody, I am honored and blessed not to have just one new book out, but two new books. That's right, two new books. The first one is End Times Investigation. I deal with Hollywood Mind Control. I deal with demon portals, the alien demon connection, 
uh, astral projection, program multiples, satanic ritual abuse, and much, much more. The things that I talk about in Last Evangelist and on my shows, the all my interviews I do, it's right here in this book, especially my life story. Also, true power, how to uh, access your true power uh, in these last days, okay? Um, it's a war manual for God's children. We need to learn the enemy's tactics and how to battle the enemy in these last days. Pick up a copy of this book. Just text the word CHOSEN to 91999, or you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash order, or you can simply call 844-806-0006. Heavener here, so good to have you with me. I'm sorry about earlier, but I got to take a little sip here. You know, uh, you get this stuff inside your throat when you're trying to talk. I call it demon mucus. And uh, people laugh that I go, I think it's demon mucus. Why? Because demons do not want the word of God to go out. So they'll do anything to stop us. <laughs> so I'm casting this mucus out in the name of Jesus. Right now it goes out. <clears throat> Unless I'm supposed to start sounding like um, Rod Stewart or something, you know. Uh, okay, what are we talking about? We're talking about spiritualism, sorcery, God forbids it, palm reading, future uh, fortune telling, forget it, okay? And by the way, I want you guys to check out this new uh, movie on uh, davidhevener.tv. It's uh, Church of Modern Witchcraft, They're taking the salvation jab, are you kidding me? Legalized sorcery, big pharma, mind control, uh, the new Hitler. I want you to check, let's, matter of fact, Jonathan, let's play just the intro on that new video that's up on davidhevener.tv. Uh, go ahead and let's play that. How does pharmakia, how does witchcraft play into these last days? The technology for the mark of the beast system is now available. People are getting so addicted, believing that if they don't take these little pills, that they can't make it another day. I mean, if Hitler had had the technology that we have, he probably would have pulled off his goal. Oh my this goodness, one. yeah. Uh, you, matter of fact, you can watch that. Jonathan, go to davidhevener.tv. If you guys are members, you can watch it. It's, uh, it's on the David's Choice channel, Spotlight, that first channel. And we have other channels. Uh, we got the preview channel. Hey, the live stream channel. Starting tomorrow, you can watch us live. We're on 24-7 live, 365 days a week. We are live television starting tomorrow. Get up at 7 a.m. and start watching it, folks. Um, we have the Alien Demon Connection channel, uh, Last Evangelist TV series channel. That's where you watch, uh, you watch Last Evangelist, our new TV series. Originals, we have a, a original TV series on there, uh, Spiritual Warfare tra Training, Mind Control channel, uh, Coming Holocaust, uh, Bible Study channel with uh, Mike Spaulding and Overcoming Demonic Powers. Okay, I want you to go to davidhevener.tv. Sign up right now. You can go underground with us. We can talk to Shelly, talk to me, talk to each other. We can uh, talk about things that, well, the church doesn't talk about, okay? And we're family. But the only way you're going to be able to go is if you sign up. Now, if you do, send an email to admin at davidhevener.tv if you're a new signer, a new member, and we'll send you a link tonight. If you go ahead and sign up now, you get two months free. If you sign up for the year, we'll send you that link. You can click it. You come in underground, all right? So please support the ministry, uh, go to davidhevener.tv. And if you guys would like to donate to the ministry, we need your help. You can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash give, call 844-806-0006, or you can uh, 
you can uh, text the word chosen to 91999. And uh, there you go. We got it up there. Thank you for your support. Last Evangelist, David Hebner Ministries. I love you guys. I love God. And I want everyone to know the truth. And believe me, you minister to me more than I minister to you. I want you to tell you that because you show up. We've been doing this five years without missing one week, one show, one gathering. You've been with me. I've been here. That's a ministry to me. On chat, you guys pray for us. You guys ask us to pray for you. Uh, You do donate. I I just love you guys. I appreciate you so much. Uh, You've helped me and through this, through you, uh, giving to the ministry and praying for us, we've been able to bless other people, kids in human trafficking, mothers that are thinking about, you know, abortion, uh, uh, abuse, abuse to children, uh, helping the elderly. Um, you know, we just, like I said, it, I, I really believe God's called this ministry for this time, this place, this purpose for in these last days, folks. We got to stay together. All right. I'm talking about palm reading. You ever had your palm read? You ever went to a palm reader? Uh, you ever, uh, I don't know, let me just try it, David. You know, God, he's okay. You know, I go to Disneyland and, you know, I, or maybe Vegas and I play a slot machine. Can I just have him look at my palm? No, no, do not open that door. I'm telling you, do not open that door. It is very dangerous. You want to know why people have fear, why people have anxiety, why there's unexplained accidents? Why all of a sudden someone's diagnosed with stage four cancer out of the blue? Yeah, a lot of this stuff is witchcraft and it starts in the home. And that's why I have Shelly on with me tonight. Shelly, are you out there with me? Hi, David. Hi. So you are a victim of the occult, an occult family. Um, You're a victim of witchcraft. You were young. You were 13, 14 years old when you were at a friend's house. They... They urged you, coaxed you into letting this friend they had in the house read your palm. She did. She told you you were going to be married by 14 years old um, and you would die when you're 45. So from the time she read your palm to the time you got married, roughly what was the time span? Um. She well, she also told me I'd have four kids, and I do four or five. Uh, okay, from, from the time I'd say it was probably about a year or so, give or take. Okay, all right, so let's just say 12 months, just roughly. So, when you had your palm read, were you dating someone during that time? Were you seeing a boy during that time? I had a boyfriend, yes, that I liked. And but the person I ended up marrying, marrying wasn't that person. Okay. Did you know that person that you got married to when your palm was being read? I knew him through school, and I knew him from the walk in the hallways. He's he was about two and a half years older than I was. Okay. Or he, he's no longer alive. Okay. Did the palm reader identify who this person might be, tell you the color of hair, give any description at all other than you were going to be married? No, she just said that I was going to be married. I was kind of forced into that marriage by family. I didn't really know him. 
Okay, all right, so let's talk about that. If 12 months later you actually got married, you just don't like wake up one morning and go, oh, I'm gonna go get married today. There had to be things happen leading up between the time you had your palm read to the time you got married. How long before you got married did you meet and start having a relationship with this guy? I met him just before I married him, probably a couple of months. I had known him a little longer by that time. I met him through friends um, other than school later on. I met him through friends. Okay. And they would go to his apartment every once in a while. To be honest, I couldn't stand him. I thought he was hateful and rude. Okay. So, but then that ended up at my, my our house one time. I don't remember how or who it was with. He started talking with my mother and my aunt. They decided that they were just mad, head over heels for this guy and let him move in. He gave them a sob story. I was just blown away that they let him move in. I told him to get out. And okay. my mother got yeah, really upset with me and told him he could uh, stay. So that's okay. great. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, your dad opened the doors when you were seven years old. Those demons were still in the house and those doors were still, were still open. And that's what, that's what lured you. The same demon that was speaking through the palm reader was the, was, yes. was the cousin to the demon that was telling your mom to let this guy stay over. You see what I'm saying? Demons work as a team. Yes. They work in unison. Um, do you agree with, I mean, does that make sense? Yes, I would go as far to say as they were also familiar spirits too, yeah. working on. Right, yeah. familiar, yeah. So I'm gonna ask you, and you yeah. don't have to answer this, but I, I have a reason for asking, um, but again, you don't have to answer, but were you sexually active with this guy before he came over to your house? Yes. Oh, yeah, okay. just before, not before, no, not before he came to my house. It was oh. after he came to okay. the house. Were you, were you, before you had your palm read, were you sexually active before you had your palm read? Yes. You were, okay. And how many years before? It was just a, a few months before. Okay. And then right. he had gotten in trouble and I was away from him, so... Uh yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So do you feel like that, I mean, come on, you were 13, 14 years old, Shelly. And I know a lot of girls, you know, even when I was growing up too, it was like that, but, but not always. Yeah. Do you feel like that the yeah. fact that you were, I'm going to call it sexually misguided, um, that yeah. had anything to do with your dad being in the occult, you being young, uh, you being around those de de that demonic behavior of your friend's house. Do, do you follow what I'm saying? Yes, I think it all kind of ties together personally. I believe that, you know, it was kind of one of those things where you're looking for that male attention, but it's in the wrong way, in the wrong right. place. And yeah. I think those doors are open for that type of behavior also through the family that will, you know, have come down the line. So yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the fact your mom would let a guy move in when you're like 15 years old, I mean, there's something going on there. I'm sorry. Do you think your mom yeah. was ever abused uh, other than just being physically abused by your, by your dad? 
Yes, I do. She grew up uh, in a house of abuse. That family has a history of uh, pedophilia and just a lot of other perversion in some, you know, some parts of that her family. Uh, so. Okay, that that's kind of what I'm getting. That she, she was she was sexually abused uh, as growing up, right? Yeah, I believe and, so. Yeah, and she, and that that generational curse, that de demon of abuse, sexual abuse, got passed on through you. Uh, not that you were abused by an uncle or a cousin, whatever, but you were abused in the fact that you were only 15 years old, 14 years old, uh, and it's almost like your mother was was your madam, right? Uh, sort of. She's very. She was very controlling. She's always been very controlling. I have to. I will say very quickly that I had uncles that were sexually inappropriate. There was okay. no such thing no molestation or you know so to speak but yes yeah. but they were demons dancing around you all around you do you feel like the fact yeah. that you accepted christ when you were seven that was your only salvation if you hadn't have done that you would have totally gone off the deep end you, you would have gotten abused you would have i mean i feel like god had his protection around you don't you yes i do my whole life yes mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah. what about the boy you married? Um, was he, uh, what, what was going on with him? Because for him to move in like that, even though he's a guy, there's still a very warped, dysfunctional mind going on there. Was he into drugs, witchcraft, anything you can tell me about him? Yes, he was easily pulled in by my dad and he was into drugs, alcohol, um a lot of pornography and that type thing and he he came from a family that was also very abusive and dysfunctional it, and yeah, yeah he, and and i had there was a lot of history that was very very um i won't go into that but anyway it had to do with his mother so yeah yeah so so i'm gonna say something and you tell me if you're jiving with this and i want people to hear and I did say the same demon or at least cousin of the demons that operated uh, with your dad in the occult, opening those doors that were there with the palm reader telling you you were going to get married and your mother inviting this guy in. You finally did get married. I'm going to say that palm reader was nothing more than a, a teleport for information telling you exactly what was going to happen. And it was orchestrated. Yeah. True. She was yeah. the medium. She was a medium. She yeah. was she was teleporting. Yes. Uh, she was transporting. Sorry, she was she was transporting information. She was, uh, uh, she, yeah, she was being operated through. Now, so you got married. This guy you married. How long did you stay married to him? We stayed married about nine years. I left after about four and a half years. He was cheating or I felt positive he was, there were just signs with his sister-in-law. After I left him, he was seeing his sister-in-law and then later they married and had three more kids. Okay, and how many children did you have by this gentleman? Four. And that's how many children you had total? Yes. So you- well, I had so three by him. David, I'm lost tonight. I had three by him, and then I had my youngest son l later on. Okay, all right. So, okay, so you had three by 
the guy who moved in, the kid who moved in with you. Um, yeah. Now, okay. Now, w what about uh, the children? Um, first of all, how old are they now? My oldest is 41, and wow. then my youngest is 34. They were okay. born in 82, 83, 84, and 88. <laughs> so. Now, did they, did they experience any demonic attacks? Did they go through anything? Were they, what, what was going on with them? Yes, after, after I separated from him, we moved into a mobile home that belonged to my mom and stepdad that had been moved to another street a couple of blocks over from their house. And I began to experience a lot of um, demonic activity. I mean, like the uh, foul odors, the hair would stand up on the back of my neck. I saw an, um, a, uh, an entity or what is the word I'm looking for where you see like the white like mist and come through. And I knew I was awake because the phone was on my headboard. You know, we had the, the um, landlines then. I picked it up and called my sister and even her and my brother-in-law were freaked out. He came and got me and the kids. But my, my younger daughter, Nicole, began having uh, night terrors and they tried to tell me she was having seizures. It took me until 2007 to finally get some real truth about kids being uh, attacked by demons like that. She screamed every night and she would look like she was just not there. I mean, her eyes were huge and you could tell she was being terrorized and she would claw at the walls, claw at the furniture. And it was, it was horrific. I didn't know what to do back at that time. I mean, I didn't realize, you know, that they want to steal the child's anointing. So they try to take it from them or cause so much fear that they, right. you know, whatever they can do. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. That, and so a lot of things began there. Okay. And then later uh, on in years, I went through that. Okay. So, and, and I'm going to talk to you about your, your encounters with demons, the demonic attacks that you had when we go underground how that manifested and what you did about it. Um, so your kids now, are they okay? Are they good? They're, yeah, well, they're kind of backslidden. Well, they are backslidden. And Nicole is still having, you know, she's still struggling in some ways, but yeah. she's really working on it. And she, she's getting there. God's, he's getting her there. Okay. And what about the, the, the young man that you married your first husband, you said he, he died. How, how did he die? He, he had COPD. He had severe, severe, the worst anxiety of anyone I've ever talked to. I hadn't seen him in 30 years. He started calling me a couple of years before he passed away, and he had a lot of health problems. And yeah. he was just in terror. So I, anyway, I tried to witness to him, and I did witness and okay. pray for him. Okay. Yeah. Okay, and what about your dad? Is he still alive? He's still alive. Okay, did he break out of witchcraft, or is he still in it, or what's going on with your dad? No, he's not still in it. He's, I don't really know where he's at. He, I mean, as far as his mindset, he used to tell us that God was coming in a spaceship. He had a stroke, I think, when he was around 50, 
and he because he, he was he was a severe alcoholic he'd always done a lot of drugs um yeah i don't really know he i don't okay. know if he's reading his bible again or yeah gotcha gotcha um we're gonna bring shanita on the moment uh jonathan let me know when shanita shows up in the back room and uh and i'll, I'll bring her on Shelly, when we go underground, I want to ask you about uh, the fact that, that this uh, this um, palm reader said you were going to die, okay, and at a certain age. Uh, before I ask you that, do you believe that these fortune tellers, these palm readers, they can actually really read s someone? In other words, they, the demons can predict the future. I believe that the demons uh, work in such a way together that they can, um, I, well, I, it would be too lengthy to really try to explain it, I think, right now. But yes, I believe that they connect and they pass things along and generationally and that she was getting her information from demons. It was doctrines of demons. Yeah. I believe. Or, Yeah. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to be underground, so um, Shelly. We're going to be underground um, and we're going to take some questions, some answers and some comments. Uh, so you'll stay with us, right? Awesome. Okay, we've been talking to Shelly. Sure, Shelley's I'd be happy to. All right, God bless you. Thank you so much. We've been talking to Shelly. She's kind enough to come on and share her story. Uh, maybe you've got a story. Maybe what you're listening to, you can relate to. Maybe what we've said has opened up your eyes, your heart to the spiritual world. You know, folks, we are spiritual beings, but we don't float around on a cloud pretending like, you know, everything is hunky-dory. You know, that's, that's, uh, that's religion. That's uh, Six Flags Over Jesus. That's those cotton candy preachers. That's how you get uh, truth decay. Um, there, the spirit world consists of the light and the dark, angels and demons. They're around each and every one of us continuously. And perhaps you're listening going, David, I've experienced this, or I know someone that is experiencing it, or I'm, I'm going to now watch out for it because now I'm more informed. God bless you. I thank God for that because that's what this is all about. Shelly comes on and she, she bears her heart. She, she says things she doesn't have to. And it's because God asked her to do it. It's because, folks, listen, in these last days, we got to get real. We've got to expose these demons. We've got to talk about these things. If we ask God and we seek him diligently, I think Hebrews 11, 6, that he will reward those that diligently seek him. Well, that isn't just asking God for a new car. I don't think it's not asking God for a new car anyway. Drive an old car, it's just as good. But it's asking God to give us supernatural wisdom of how we can identify the demonic world and how they come against the people and how we can have the wisdom to know when it is God wants us uh, to move what he wants us to do and how he wants us to do it. 
That's why we do what we do. That's why this ministry is here. That's why we come to you every week. Okay, so I want to invite you also on Sunday morning, 11 o'clock. I, I don't want to call it preach. I just open my mouth and ask God to let something come out. And some people say they get blessed. So join us, you know, 11 o'clock on davidhebner.tv on Sunday morning. But right now we're going to go underground. So I want you to go to davidhebner.tv, sign up, um, and you can go underground with us. Uh, and there we just put up on the screen there, Jonathan. We've got a bunch of channels there. And then starting tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock, we're going to go live. So you can go 24-7. A lot of your favorites. I've got people on here, L.A. Marzulli, Russ Dizdar. And we've got, of course, the, a lot of stuff is pre-recorded, not everything, but it, it's continuous. It, it runs continuously. So you can say, hey, at 8 o'clock Friday night, I get to watch this. So, so I want you to go and please support us. It's the only way we can keep coming to you. And I appreciate uh, you guys also, too. Um, Jonathan, let me know if Shanita shows up. If not, we'll just catch okay. her under, underground. Okay, there she is. All right, let me bring my lovely wife on here. Uh, Shanita, I hope you have not been out getting your palm red, right? No, no, I wasn't buying Halloween candy either. Okay, well, <laughs> listen, when they do your nails, just make sure they're not palm readers in disguise and they flip your, you know, hand over and start talking to you about, have you ever had them do that? You get your nails done and they kind of turn your hand over. Be careful. I just made that up. I don't know if it happened, but hey, it could. It sounds like it, it could be a, something that could happen. All right. What kind of prayer requests and praise reports do we have? Oh, we do have a praise report. And if Shelly will unmute, I'll let her tell about the amazing kidney report that her mother got. Okay. All right. A kidney report. Um, you know what, Shelly, I'm going to let you do that underground. Uh, I want you to tell me about your mother uh, because I'm going to have time for you to talk because we're running out of time right now. Um, so, but Shanita, any other praise reports? Yes. Um, Lorianne went through surgery today and came out with flying colors. And you have been, uh, we're going to pray for Jerry, for Cherry's friend having surgery today, for Wendy for his lamb, for a volunteer to coordinate uh, our year end, for Felicita, for Tanya, for Katrina, Alicia, Alice's friend, Gabby, Micah, Mira. And tonight's a very special night at midnight. I guess you announced what's happening, right? On day yep. We're going live. We're raising from the dead and going live. So these are all the uh, prayer requests you just named? Yes, and then okay. um, Saturday is a very special day with acting class. You're hosting yep. a workshop. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, I, I, I trust Shelly's mom real quick. Uh, she's better than ever, right? Praise report on that. All right, good. We're yeah. gonna find gonna find out about that. Um, all right, Shanita, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Love okay. you. Thank you, Shelly. All right, thank you. Uh, so, folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer. I want to pray for each and every one of you. Thank you, Lord, for loving us. Thank you for letting us be a family. I want to thank you for each and every person listening right now. I'm asking for a special anointing and a blessing and a hedge of protection. Right now, we're commanding a healing on your people, God. There's a woman out there having problems. She's had severe headaches. We're commanding that healing. We thank you that you've given us the power to do that. There's a family out there that's got a child that's sick. We're commanding a healing in Jesus' name. 
There's a mother out there that's contemplating an abortion right now. Right now, Father, you are bestowing upon her brain, her mind. You're uh, giving her information, downloading something that she needs that's going to wake her up, that'll cause tears to come down her eyes. And she'll say, no, I'm going to keep my baby. We're asking, Father, that you give a hedge of protection and comfort around the children that are being abused right now, children caught up in human trafficking. Father, I'm asking that you wake the church up. You wake up the, the preachers. Father, wake them up or get them out of the pulpit. Just take them out, but wake them up. Shake them up. We thank you for loving us. We don't take this time lightly. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, I love you guys. Uh, please go to davidheavener.tv, sign up. Please, please don't desert us because oh, I want to see you on the other side. I want to see you on the other side, okay? Um, and I do want to see you on the other side for eternity. I uh, also too, if you could go to lastevangelist.com. I don't know, uh, Jonathan, if you can type in lastevangelist.com, I'm not sure we can get that up or not. Uh, you may have to go into a different browser for lastevangelist.com uh, and pull that up. But that's, this is our TV series that we have. And uh, if you go there, you can donate. Uh, we're raising money for episode two, which is about the virus and the vaccine and the truth about all that stuff. You can see right there. If you'll just go, if you donate, you get a hat, you get mugs, you get, you can be an actor in the movie. You can be associate producer. Please consider supporting us. We really appreciate it. We need you. Um, all right. And uh, also too, I have to say this really quick. Uh, Jonathan, I'll even put it up. Don't put up the commercial, but uh, maybe a graphic or something. But if you have an old car or a house uh, or a trailer or something you want to donate, uh, you can go to davidhevener.tv forward slash car and you can donate. And there's some phone number somebody has somewhere. I'm not sure what it is. Uh, you can chime in if you got it. Um, if you are buying pillows and uh, sheets and all kinds of stuff, go to mypillow.com. Use the name, code name uh, David7 and you get to save money. Um, I use it. I think it's great stuff. So um, support the ministry by supporting people who support this ministry. All right. Okay. I love you guys. And don't you go anywhere. We'll be right back on David Hevener TV. Uh, we'll see you. God bless you. Love you.